I want to welcome you to day five of our look through Ephesians chapter five and daily drive time devotions, verses 22 to 33 today. You might remember yesterday we began a talk about unselfishness in relationships and what makes all relationships work is unselfishness motivated by God's spirit who is filling us. As I am filled with God's spirit, God's spirit, God is unselfishness. So he helps me to live in unselfishness. God is not selfish, so by his spirit, I can choose to not be selfish. Now, I I can settle for the little bit of not selfishness I can engender in my own heart, but that's not enough. It's only God that can truly bring unselfishness into my life and grow it in my life. And in verses 22 to 33, God talks about how this practically works in a marriage. Now, again, as we talked about yesterday, if you're single, as you listen to this, recognize This is a good opportunity to pray for the marriages of people that you know, even as you listen through this. These are some truths you can encourage people that you know with. Here's here's what you can do. You're even wiser, maybe, than some people that are already married. This gets you ready for that day that you might be married, if that's God's will in your life. But these are also, there are also truths here that can help you in every relationship in your life. The focus in these verses is on wives and on husbands. First, wives, verses 22 to 24, Ephesians 5. Let me read those verses. Wives, submit to your husbands as to the Lord, for the husband is the head of the wife, as Christ is the head of the church, his body, of which he is the Savior. Now, as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit to their husbands in everything. Now, remember, as I've just read these verses, that we all submit to each other. That's what runs our relationships. In a minute, we're going to get to husbands, but he starts with wives, and he gives a picture of submission. At the end of these verses, we're going to talk about respect. Submission has to do with respect. That's what he talks about here. Submit to your husband as to the Lord. Now, notice it doesn't say as Lord. That doesn't mean you follow his every order, even if it's not from the Bible. What this means is as to the Lord, it means in response to your love for the Lord. What this means is when you make the choice to love, even in a tough relationship, you're not only loving that person, you are loving Jesus. And there's reward for that into all of eternity. I know that some of you I'm talking to, you're in a tough relationship right now. You've you've done a lot of loving and not gotten a lot of love back. Will you ever get it back? Yes, you will. Yes, you will. Because it's as to the Lord. And Jesus is being loved through your love for that other person. Truth is, I gotta submit to the Lord first. I I gotta submit my heart and my will and my desires to him first. It's only as I accept and receive his love for me his forgiveness for my sins, that I'm able to submit to anyone else. As a wife, it's only through that that you're able to submit to your husband. It's his power that makes this possible. Now, the word here is submit to your husband. And the idea behind this, as we come to the end of these verses, is you respond to his position of spiritual leadership. There must be a leader, and God says, I want the husband to give spiritual leadership in a home. Does that mean a wife can never lead in anything? (laughs) Obviously not. Obviously, outside of a home, you can lead in a lot of things, but even within a home, there's a lot of leadership that can happen. But the Bible says, I want the guy to be the spiritual leader. Headship, leadership in that way doesn't mean that that you as a husband do whatever you want, even if it's wrong. It It means that you listen to Christ and you lead as Christ would lead. And the Bible says, respect that spiritual leadership. Now, when we talk about spiritual leadership here, don't take this like some people have. It doesn't mean that a woman couldn't be a leader of a man in work or in government. This is talking about in a family. And in a home, God calls upon men to be the spiritual leaders. I don't know all the reasons why, but I do trust God. 
And I know that someone has to lead. Why can't we just share leadership? Well, it doesn't work. You, you got to have a head. If you have no head, you're deformed. If you have two heads, you're a monster. You, you got to have a leader. And the Bible says here to guys, I want you to spiritually lead in your home. We'll, we'll talk about what that means in a minute. And the Bible says to wives, in that leadership, respond with a sense of respect for what he's doing. Respect that leadership. We're not talking about some kind of weird dictatorship here. We're talking about respecting your husband's spiritual leadership. Now, does he have any responsibilities in this? You better believe he does. The leader has the first responsibility. So the Bible says, husbands, you need to develop the attitude of sacrifice. Let me read verses 25 to 30. Husbands, love your wives, just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her to make her holy, cleansing her by the washing of water through the word, and to present her to himself as a radiant church, without stain or wrinkle or any blemish, but holy and blameless. In this same way, husbands ought to love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. After all, no one ever hated his own body, but he feeds it and cares for it, just as Christ does the church, for we are members of his body. The Bible says here, how do I submit as a husband to my wife? The word is sacrifice. The picture is the way that Christ loved the church. And how did Christ love the church? By giving himself for us on the cross. That's the ultimate expression of his love is sacrifice. Look at what Jesus' love did for the church. It sanctified her and made her holy. It brought her to himself. It cleansed her by the washing of water through the word. It brought forgiveness. I want you to be very careful here. He's not saying here that a husband's sacrifice sanctifies a wife or makes her holy somehow. That's what Jesus did for the church. What he's saying here is that for a husband, the sacrifice of Jesus should be a model for us. And we should realize good things come out of that sacrifice. And he also says that for a husband to not sacrifice for his wife, it hurts you as a husband as much as it more than it hurts her. You see, Jesus died for the church. He sacrificed for the church because that is what it took to meet her greatest need. And the Bible says here, husbands, sacrifice to meet your wife's greatest need. Spiritual leadership, listen to this, spiritual leadership is all about sacrifice. Now, how do you sacrifice? For one, you show up as a spiritual leader. You may feel uncomfortable with that. You may feel uncomfortable with like, long prayers or with like, okay, let's have devotions and I'm going to read from the Bible for 20 minutes. Well, feeling uncomfortable is a part of the sacrifice. You have to break through that. But you also have to realize that some of our pictures of spiritual leadership are, are different. Somebody else could read the Bible. Somebody else could pray the long prayer. But when we talk about spiritual leadership, it, it, it's really the little daily things that count, who you are more than anything. Sometimes we think, well, one or two big sacrifices a year, that's going to fulfill my quota. I used to think that with my wife, Shondell. Okay, big sacrifice at the beginning of the month, that's going to last her all month long. Well, the truth is, she nor any other human being is designed that way. We need daily examples, not just one big example a year. It's the little sacrifices that go a lot further. So how do you be a spiritual leader? Praying at dinner is good. Leading your family to go to church is extremely important. But more important than anything, growing in Christ in your own life, exhibiting the fruit of the Spirit of, of patience and joy in your own family, asking for forgiveness when you mess up, letting your family know, I love Jesus Christ. 
I'm learning how to love Jesus Christ. That is spiritual leadership. The Bible says that we are to submit to one another. Wives, submit to your husbands by respect. And husbands, submit to your wives by sacrifice. In fact, listen to how Paul sums this up in verses 31 to 33. For this reason, quoting from the Old Testament, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. And then Paul says in verse 32, this is a profound mystery, but I'm talking about Christ and the church. However, each one of you must also love his wife as he loves himself, and the wife must respect her husband. This is the unifying power of unselfishness in our marriages. The decision to sacrifice and the decision to respect. The one thing that makes marriages work is the one thing that makes relationships work. Unselfishness. Wives, give to your husband the gift of unselfish respect. Husbands, give to your wives the gift of unselfish sacrifice. If you're a wife, make a list of the things that you respect about your husband. In fact, you might even challenge yourself to make a list of at least one for every year that you've been married. That might be a challenge. But think through it and then tell him. Express it. You'll never know what that respect is going to do. You see, we get into these traps where we think, well, he's not worthy of my respect because of what he's done. And then you show no respect. And then you wonder why he's acting like he is. Until you do what the Bible says, you don't know that your lack of respect might be one of the things that's keeping him from acting the way that you're praying and hoping that he would act. I'm not saying he's going to instantly change just because you share respect or that you're going to force him to change. But if you'll do what God says, you'll find that many, many times God comes through and that's an invitation for him to sacrifice. If you're a husband, I encourage you, write down three small sacrifices for your wife that you could make this week. Now you might think, she hasn't been respecting me lately. How should I sacrifice for her? You lead the way. You lead the way. Spiritual leadership means you lead the way. If you're single, I encourage you this week to pray for the husbands and wives that you know and pray for God's leadership in your own life. As we end this look at marriage, I want you to notice again, verse 32, that we're talking about a lot more than just our marriages. This is a profound mystery, Paul says. I'm talking about Christ and his church. You know what he's saying there? He's saying that my marriage is more than just a place for my needs to be met. My marriage can become a picture of the love of Christ. That, that amazes me. Our imperfect marriages, where, where we, we argue all the time. I certainly do. Chandel and I have arguments. we got to work things through. Our imperfect marriages, where we have misunderstandings all the time. Even in that, as we work it through an unselfish respect, an unselfish sacrifice, it can be a picture of the love of Christ, of the love of Christ for his body today, of the love of Christ for his body throughout eternity, the bride of Christ. No marriage is perfect. Mine certainly isn't. No marriage is perfect, but it can be growing. It can be choosing to be unselfish. And you can choose to be unselfish in some way, in some relationship today. When you make this decision of unselfish respect, unselfish sacrifice, out of your love for Jesus, it shows the love of Jesus in ways that are beyond your thinking. So let me, as we end our look at these verses, let me pray for marriages. Lord, I pray for husbands and I pray for wives. Lord, we both need your strength to be unselfish. God, I pray for the wives that are listening to this, that you would give them the strength to unselfishly respect their husbands, to respect the spiritual leadership in his life, even if it's a tiny bit, to respect that tiny bit. If it's a great amount, to share and to communicate 
that respect, knowing what it does for his heart. And Lord, I pray for husbands. I pray that we would lead the way through unselfish sacrifice. Lord, it's so easy to get caught up in what I need, what I want, what my needs are, getting my needs met. Lord, we need your strength to set all that aside and to think about this gift of this wife that you've given to us. Strengthen us to unselfishly sacrifice. We pray this, Jesus. We ask for this, Jesus, for our marriages, for our relationships, for unselfishness through your spirit. We ask for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, make sure to join us this next week. We're going to be looking at Ephesians chapter 6. It's all about parenting. It's about spiritual armor. It's about revolutionary prayer. Join us for Ephesians 6 next week.